Hello, this is Zandi Hicks. This podcast is called Bold, Brave, and Daring because, well, that's already inside of you. You can choose to be bold, brave, and daring every day of your life, and this podcast teaches you how to walk through life with God, Him showing you how to become bold, brave, and daring. This podcast is like letters from God Himself, so stay tuned because I know that He wants to speak right to you. Hello. Okay. So I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. And this week I want to talk about giving. Since it is the season of giving and we just came back from, you know, Thanksgiving and all the, all the fun food and jazz. So I actually want to share with my husband today on our experience about giving. And so I'm going to have him help me out. So introduce yourself, babe. Hello, everyone. I'm sure you've heard a lot about me up to this point. <laughs> I'm glad, Zandy, welcome to me on here. I'm glad I could make the trip across the hall. <laughs> yes, this is my very cute and awesome husband, Zach. And we're just going to share some of our experiences with giving. More so talking about like tithing, but I don't really, you know, it's more so giving because you're doing it out of a an abundant heart and a heart, a cheerful heart. So, my experience with giving started actually when I was little, probably nine or ten. Um, my mom and dad started giving each of us a dollar a week, and we would have to save ten cents, give ten cents, and then we could do what we wanted with the other eighty cents. But it started teaching us the principle of whatever money comes in, you want to give, and then you want to save. And it was not very much money, of course, but it taught us the principle. And then, you know, I kept doing that as I grew up. And then when we got married, we put our money together. And I believe that it's all God's money anyways. So I started telling Zach when we first got married, like, we should tithe off of gross income, not just net income. And I mean, I just trust God. And I know that he's always going to take care of us. And you, you can't outgive God. And I talked about that on my first episode of the podcast where I just talked about the things that I've learned to trust God in, the little things. And money is also one of those things. And so it's actually one of the only places in the Bible, too, that God says, test me. And he's not limited in his resources. I mean, he's God. So he doesn't live or create based on money. That's just that's the world that we live in. But since we do live here, we do have to live off of money. And over the past few years of marriage, we've had many moments where we're sitting at a conference or at a church service or there's a guest speaker or wherever, and I'll hear the Holy Spirit say to me, I want you to give this person this amount of money. And when it first started happening, I would like lean over to Zach and say like, hey, we're supposed to get this money. And just tell your perspective on that. Tell them like, you know how this came about for us, what it was like to switch to um, tithing off of our gross income and your experience with giving. Yeah, so my childhood was a bit different. I did not have the same experience. Uh, nothing against my parents. They just had not uh, instilled in me the principle of giving and tithing. So up to about the age of 19 or 20, I'd never really given before uh, to, to a church or any sort of charity or anything like that. 
Uh, and what changed for me was I started going to a church and became very close with the pastor and his family. And they began to teach me a lot of different things. And that was one of the things that they instilled in me was the principle of giving. So at that point, uh, I started to be to give regularly and that changed a lot of things for me. And I saw God do a lot of things in my life in the following years. But as Andy said, you know, I, I just I never gave off of net. And because of that, it really changed a lot of things for me. And I, I began to see the importance of giving and tithing. So I did that and continued to do it and noticed God did a lot of awesome things in my life, uh, even up to the point that Zandy and I got married. And as she said, when we got married first, uh, there were times when she had mentioned to me about tithing and giving off of our gross instead of our net, but for whatever reason, I, I didn't really want to hear it. So we, we went the first few years of marriage without, without ever really doing that. And what happened was one day I was at work and I got into a conversation with a coworker and it was a bit more of an argument, but we went back and forth about why you should give off of gross versus net. Uh, and he challenged me a little bit, and I looked into a little bit deeper and uh, actually kind of changed my mind at that point and said, you know what, it's better to give more than less. Even though that sounds really simple, that was the biggest mm -hmm. thing for me. If you're able to give more, it's better than giving less. So if we're able to tithe or give off of our gross versus our net, that's more money. That's better for the kingdom of God. So that was what really changed for me in that aspect. That's really good. Uh, to the wives out there, if your husband's not, like, you've told him to do something and he's like, nah, just keep praying. The Holy Spirit will do it, maybe through other people like that. <laughs> um, and then when I started leaning over to you in conferences and that kind of stuff, how did you feel about that? Well, I think... <laughs> initially, and even still today, I don't know how many people can relate to this, but I struggled with it. You know, when, when you think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm giving enough, right? How much is enough? I, I can't answer that question. That's between you and God. But that was always my thought. Oh, I'm giving enough. I'm doing enough. I'm doing my part. So anytime Zandy would lean over to me and say, hey, I think we should give X amount of dollars to this person or this charity, or this organization, it was always a struggle. Uh, and now that struggle has become easier over the years. At first, it was I was very hesitant to say yes, uh, but I began to trust her. And the reason I began to trust her is, one, because she's a very godly woman. So I know she uh, talks to God a lot and has a really good relationship with Christ. So I trust her in that aspect. But also, I saw God do a lot of things in our life when we began to do that. So he really proved himself and yeah, would I preferred him to come tell me directly? Sure. But, you know, we're married, we're one. So I just began trusting Zandy more and more. But again, you know, even to this day, there's some times where I do struggle. Uh, and I don't know if you can relate with that or not. But God talks about giving out of a cheerful heart, not out of not giving begrudgingly. So that was something I had to work on for myself. And it's just human nature. We're very selfish individuals. Uh, but again, I saw God do a lot of things in our life as a married couple, uh, both financially, but in a lot of other areas that I believe were directly correlating to us giving. That's very true. There was like, I can think of a couple of times where we would just, ch a check would come in the mail and we'd be like, we don't even know what this is for, but it would just be because we gave. And then we've had a lot of cars in the past couple of years. <laughs> That's a, that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> a lot. 
but every single one we've made money on and there, there's just been like crazy happenstances where like the one got totaled and we were able to get a full check for it the same like that we had paid for it and then we were able to sell it <laughs> I, so. I did total that one and two <laughs> others so yes but praise God we're here. But it's just amazing because we know it's from our giving that we're faithful with our money that God blesses us. Yeah, most people, if that happened to them, they may think, oh, well, I'm just lucky or fortunate. But we just decide to say, oh, wow, thank you, God, for doing this. This, Even though it seems uh, like a, an avenue that he wouldn't use to bless you financially, even in the midst of wrecking a vehicle, he still finds a way to bless you. So we just choose to look at it that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, we share this. None of this is to like gloat or to show, you know, that we have money. It's to talk about how faithful God is with money and that you can trust him. Because, I mean, he's the one that, you know, breathes life into you every single day. And he's the reason that you're able to get up and go to work and do the things you get to do to make money. And these stories that we're sharing, you know, are just how we've learned to trust God and walking in obedience when he asks us to give. And uh, yeah, so another story that we have to share about it is actually in, so we've been doing this for a few years now, you know, uh, anytime that the Holy Spirit kind of nudges me, I just, I'm like, Zach, this is how much we're supposed to give. And he's like, sometimes he's like, okay, give me a, give me a day or two to like process. Or maybe it's like, okay, all right, if you feel that's the right thing to do, let's do it. And so the amount of money has increased, but that's because God has blessed us in our finances that have increased. And so, you know, as your finances increase, your giving is typically going to increase. And in February, we were actually sitting at a marriage conference, and they were sharing how they're building a building for marriage today, which we thought was, oh, this is incredible, and I really want to write a book on marriage. Like, I just feel super passionate about marriage and helping people, you know, in our generation help marriages, man. They, it is just, it's really hard. It is way harder than what you think, but the tools for us are kind of, they work, of course, but they're not millennial, you know, catered. And so I was sitting there talking to the Holy Spirit, like, this is incredible. How much should we give to help this building? I thought he was going to say um, a, a less amount of money. Like, I was like, okay, this this isn't really going to stretch my faith to give this amount of money. And then he told, told me that we needed to give half of our savings. And that is a stretch for anyone. If you're out there and you have savings... And the Holy Spirit asks you to give half of it or maybe all of it. I mean, that that is, you know, really growing your faith right there. So I he told me all the things to say to Zach. So I wrote them all out in my journal. And then I shared them with Zach. Um, we were actually at dinner on like the next Monday night. This was Saturday. And so the next Monday night, I was like, hey, I need to tell you. The Holy Spirit told us we're supposed to give to this. And I remember where we were, we were on a date, and I, what did you think? I thought you were crazy. <laughs> it's like, this isn't from God. This is man-made. What? <laughs> yeah, so in the next five minutes, like, we talked about it, and I said, okay, that's fine. You don't believe me? The Holy Spirit's going to tell you. In the next five minutes, though, 
we see a guy that we know and we start talking to him at the restaurant and he said, you know, I got a check in the mail the other day for the same exact amount of money that I told Zach that we needed to give. And I was like, five minutes. That's all it took the Holy Spirit to tell him, which is so funny. It was probably not funny for you at the time. No, it wasn't because I was like, oh, darn. <laughs> she was right. But that wasn't the only, I mean, there were multiple times that week where I was talking to people and out of nowhere, the number was brought up. The number that we were supposed to give was just brought into conversation. And I know enough to know that that was God speaking to me in that moment. Uh, and, I, and I did say, hey, if God wants us to do this, he's going to have to come down and tell me himself. <laughs> and he more or less did. So mm-hmm. He did. And so then the next week we gave that money. And then March happened and the pandemic happened. And that was crazy. I mean, praise God, you know, we've been sustained through the whole thing. And this, again, is to show how faithful God is. But we gave away that money in February. We had a lot of family, you know, health issues going on as well. And so giving the money was a stretch in that aspect too of walking in obedience and saying, okay, God, we know there are people that are in need of this money, but those people actually need our time more than our money. And I knew that the Holy Spirit was telling us to give this money at that time. And then we had all of it back by April during a pandemic which is crazy that I just, that is how faithful God is. No matter what's going on in the world, you cannot give God. And he's always going to make sure that his people are taken care of. So going through that experience really, truly helped us, you know, no, okay, God is always going to take care of us financially. No matter how much he asks us to give, we're going to walk on in obedience. And the main reason that we really walk in obedience and our money is because we know what kingdom impact it has, like Zach said. And I just know that when we get to heaven and I stand before God, And he's going to say, what did you do with the resources I gave you? You know, the parable of the talents. Like he gave one ten, or he gave one five, he gave one two, he gave one one. Well, the one that had five turned it into ten. The one that had two turned it into four. But the last one that got one, he buried it because he was afraid of his master. And then God took it away and gave it to the one that had ten. Because he did not, he wasn't fruitful with what he had. And I just... I know God's going to ask us about that. And then also we're going to be judged on every action, every motive, and every thought that we've ever had and ever done. And so I would much rather walk in obedience and give money that's already God's anyways than to stand before him and say, I was too afraid that you weren't going to provide for me and not give and not walk in obedience. I just don't want to answer for that. I'm way more afraid of God in like an awe-revering way than I am of man or of just, you know, living in this world because it's temporary. Yeah, and just to add to that, I would say, uh, and this might sound a little intense, but God's not going to give you more if he can't trust you with what he's already given you. Very true. So you have to be diligent with what you have now. Uh, But just know, if, if again, if this is a struggle for you, giving in any kind of way, I get it. 
Uh, there's a lot of great resources out there. There's a lot of verses that talk about it, uh, especially in the New Testament. Uh, one of my favorite books on giving was The Giving Ladder, which talks about four different rungs on the ladder of giving. And I thought that was a really good, really good resource for me to read early on. Yeah, I agree. Um, we've also had really good counsel in our lives from very financially sound people. And they taught us to delay the now for the future. Because we know we what we spend our money on today affects our tomorrow. And plus, it makes you look at really what's important. But I would find people in your life that you know they're sound financially. And just ask them tips or tricks or stuff like that. I, we've done that so many times where we ask them and make sure that we get good counsel on our decisions about money. Yeah, I would just say seek wisdom. That's that's really the biggest thing. If you want to be blessed financially outside of just giving and tithing, seek wisdom. God will give it to you and he will show you and talk to you about how you should handle your money. Yeah, I agree. And read Proverbs. I mm -hmm. it's my favorite book. I've talked about it on here many like in a couple of podcast episodes, but Proverbs is so much about wealth and being smart financially. There's so many verses on it. Jesus talked a lot about money too. It's not just like a worldly thing. Like God talks about money. Jesus talks about money. And the last thing, like the last story I want to share with you is really looking at what's important in your life. And so I just feel like I'm supposed to share this story. But over the summer, I was shopping with my mom and sister and we were in Kate Spade. And I've been waiting to buy a designer handbag for years. I've never had one and we've had the money for it, but I've just never spent the money because I wanted to make it like a goal. But I had the money on this trip and I just, I realized that I couldn't bring myself to buy it. Honestly, I just, there are more important things to me than a purse. And to some people, their more important thing is a purse. And I think that's great because everyone has different priorities. And, you know, to a millionaire, that's like nothing. But honestly, I just, I don't care about a purse. I care more about investing in myself. So that's buying a book or going to a conference or buying healthy food because I really like to eat healthy and maybe spending more on groceries. But just really realizing what's important to you and that it's okay to, if you spend your money in one area and it's not the same as anybody else, that's okay because you're investing in what you believe is important to you. Like your money shows what's important to you. So make sure that you look at your money and realize like, where are my priorities at? Maybe it's on getting coffee with people because you like the one-on-one -on -one conversations. That is really where I spend a lot of money too is going out with people and spending time building relationships. That's more important to me than buying a purse. And so look at your finances in what's important to me. What's important to me is growing the kingdom. And I'm sure it is to you and helping people and helping organizations that, you know, like A21 that helps free girls that are in sex trafficking. They go they go into the government and they help girls like investing in companies that you know that they're doing something to build the kingdom and help people and set people free. Yeah, and I would say a really good place to start if you haven't got to a place where you're giving 
uh, a good place to start is obviously your local church, whatever church you attend on a regular basis. Uh, you know, that's a great place to start supporting in any way at all mm -hmm. uh, in order for the betterment of your community. A hundred percent. That's very important. So yeah, that's our thoughts on giving. And we just wanted to share that with you guys during this holiday season. It's very easy to just, because you have to spend money on people, but giving is so important. And you're giving when you're giving to God's kingdom makes such a difference. And you'll actually, you'll find out when you get to heaven, just how many lives you're able to touch when you obeyed the Holy Spirit and you gave. So make sure you're listening for the Holy Spirit. Ask him, like, what is the impact that you want me to make? How can I help these people? Is it with my time? Is it with my money? And he'll always bless you when you give. I promise he'll always bless you. So be bold, brave, and daring with your giving, and God will always make sure that you're taken care of. And thank you, babe, for coming on this podcast with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Hopefully we can do it again sometime <laughs> real soon. Yeah, you're just going to walk back to the other side of the hall now. Yeah, well, I know the director and creative writer, so I'll make sure I get back on here. <laughs> awesome. Y'all have a good week. See ya. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Bold, Brave, and Daring is all about making you bold, brave, and daring. Like I say, because it's already inside of you, and God wants to show that to you. So if you have any questions, please DM me, message me. I would love to hear your questions or about what God has done in your life. So let me know, comments, and I love you, and I hope that you have a wonderful week.